Play me a ditty. There comes a time in every man's life when he wants to get away from the troubles of society. He goes into the woods, he sets up a tent, he builds a fire, he sits alone with his thoughts and with nature and with God. There comes a time in every man's life when he's out in the woods alone with himself, his thoughts, nature, and God, when he has to balance it out and realize that even though he's out there alone, he's not really alone because there, over in the bushes, is God's perfect killing machine. A bear. I am afraid of bears. They weigh 2,000 pounds and are covered in hair. As long as my hands and teeth that are pretty big too are terrifying. My biggest fear, in fact. And I don't have many fears. If you've ever seen a bear in person, you know that they're just a giant wall of muscle and sinew made for the sole purpose of tackling deer and biting into their jugulars to make them suffer. And now the bear wants to do the same thing to me. It charges. They have a max speed of 35 miles per hour. I know this. It's faster than a horse. It's coming at me. I see death in its eyes. Murder! Murder! It screams as it looks at me. There's no hope. There's no chance of escape. I brace myself and it crashes into me. I go flying into a tree. It breaks my spine. But this isn't enough for it. It charges at me and it bites deeply into my shoulder. I cry out in pain. Pain, I say, for its teeth are sunken deep within my scapula. My left arm is now entirely immobile because there is a bear biting into it. I bleed. I bleed out onto the ground. I feel it all seeping out of me into the leaves and the dirt. A worm wriggles its way into the fresh tooth mark. A single tear runs down the side of my face. I grab the pair of anti-bear brass knuckles that I had in my pocket. I grasp them firmly in my right hand, and I let fly with all the strength that I have left as it slowly fails me into the jaw of the mighty beast, and the bear looks at me and says, Not cool, bro. Only it doesn't say that in English. It says it in the this sort of bearish look. But it just sort of gave me, and I sort of understood what it meant. Because obviously bears don't speak English because they have no cognition aside from killing. And then the bear rears back on its hind legs, and it falls upon me, crushing my bones. Crushing my soul, and making me cry out again in pain. Help me, someone. Oh, God above, someone help me. Least this bear fulfill its God-given purpose, which is to kill. The bear snarls, its warm breath upon my ear. And then, unexpectedly, the bear does 
something I never anticipated. He licks me softly, right behind the ear, much like a dog would to its grieving owner. And I think, hey, cool, maybe this bear isn't that bad. Maybe bears and people can be friends. Maybe we can coexist. Maybe, just maybe, I had bought into capitalist propaganda that told me I should fear bears in nature so that way I would stay working in the factory. But the fact of the matter is, the bear's my friend. This is the thought that runs through my head right before the bear's teeth run through my skull as he chops down on me. And then it all goes dark. I feel nothing but the teeth crushing my skull, and then I'm dead. I am afraid of bears, every last inch of them covered in hair. They got big ass claws and teeth, made excessively for killing meat. Sexually. Fuck them bears. In the sense that they can go away because they're Fuck scared. Fuck bears. My biggest fear. Very good. This is episode 99 of the Confound Millennial.